0: By Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. <music> It's Shiana. Welcome to Who You Calling Holistic. Hey! I am your host. Uh, I'm here alone today. Well, fake alone. Um, I'm actually in here recording at Crux Media um, because, like I said, you guys are going to be hearing a lot more of me. So you're welcome. And I decided, uh, of course, that I needed to have all these episodes out on Thursdays because Thursdays are for expansion. Uh, but I do enjoy that. I like to record these on a Sunday because Sunday is associated with the sun, big Leo energy, and it's a good time to create. So again, if you're not familiar with creating, uh, that is the sacral chakra and it's in charge of creativity and pleasure. So if you're not actually like creating like artistically, then you can be creating sexually. Just throwing that out there. Um. Go ahead and create on a Sunday. That's what they're for. But anyway, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode. Um, I know I had a lot of good laughs. I know that those who I spoke to about the story had a lot of good laughs. So um, let me know your thoughts. I'd be curious to hear how, how you would have responded to that situation. <laughs> I think I handled it like like a G. But, um, you know, I could be wrong. I've been wrong sometimes. Not all the time, but I've been wrong here and there. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think of, uh, of what I did and what you would have done. Um, because I'm gonna do me regardless of, of what people think or say, uh, which also brings me to, uh, Doja Cat recently. She, she shaved her, her head and her eyebrows and I didn't watch the full video on her live cause I was like, eh, eh I don't, I don't need to know her business like that. I don't care enough. I'm not that committed, um, to her business, but she was explaining herself and I think I don't know, regardless, and this is a personal opinion, obviously because it's my show, so that's what I do. But if I wanted to shave my head off, even if I was going through something, like I'm not gonna tell y'all what I'm going through. <laughs> it's none of your business. It's none of your business to ask, and it, it's not my place to tell. If I don't want to. If I just want to shave my head, then I can shave my head. If I want to like get face tattoos, I can do that. I'm not going to do that. But if I wanted to, I could. And y'all just got to respect that and be like, well, yeah, okay. All right. Just like I said before, um, and I said this in front of my mom one day recently, and she gave me, like, a, a raised eyebrow. But I'm at a point in my life where I think, you know, no matter what I do, like, it's not really going to be that surprising because I feel like enough people understand, like, she's going to move how she wants to move. Like, you can't, you can't really – Tell her what to do. I mean, like, fine print. There's, like, an asterisk with that. Like, certain people can semi-tell me what to do. Um, But outside of that, like, I'm going to do what I want. And, like, I don't have to explain myself. And I think more people need to realize they don't need to explain themselves either. Um, Even, like, I don't want to say, like, friendships, relationships. We can say ships. Um, There's been times where, you know, like, a friend might, might take a while to text me back or something. And she'll say, oh, you know, sorry, I was busy doing blah, 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 blah. And like, we don't, we don't have to do that. Like we, I think we overexplain ourselves often and I'm sure that's trauma or something, but like, we don't require explanations. A lot of the times we don't like, we could just do what we're doing and not have to explain shit to people about it. And I think the more some of us move in that direction, the happier a lot of us will be. Um, Which also like, this is why I wanted to talk about human design today because my human design, and if you are new here, which I don't think you are, if, if you're this invested at this point, I've talked about human design. I've actually even had um, a guest on the episode. She's my mentor, my coach in human design. Um, and after she came on the show, she was like, I think you know you would benefit learning this. So I took a course with her. And uh, so shout out to Ashley Brianna for that. Uh, she definitely put me on to all things human design. I had a foundational reading from her over a year ago. And the thing with human design is I said, it's like astrology on steroids. It's like a mixture of, um, the I Ching. It's, you do require your, your birth chart information. Like you require your birth time and location to get information on this. But, and I do offer readings, uh, just a reminder on that, on that. But when I learned my human design, I was like, okay, I've been doing a lot of things wrong and I would love you know, in the future, like this is big mind, big, expansive thinking probably came up when I was, you know, doing shrooms or something before, but I think it would be great to even have therapists incorporating human design in their sessions at some point, because, you know, and I, you know, I'm a fan of therapy for everybody. Everybody should go to therapy at some point. Um, personal opinion anyway, but human design and astrology And a lot of those other, you know, different natal chart readings, um, they just basically explain, you know, like there's nothing wrong with you. And I know you can go to therapy and hear that and you can talk about it and you can discuss it and um, you can work through that. But human design, for me, it was very much like, okay, this this is how you were designed. And these are the conditions to work with it the best, most effectively, most efficiently And if you work with it this way, then you'll, you know, you'll be in more alignment with how you should move. So in learning that, I was like, oh, shit, I've been doing this wrong. Or, like, not even, not that I'd been doing it wrong. Well, yeah, I had been doing it wrong. But a lot of it was, like, the things that I already knew about myself, but I questioned. Or, like, you know, you you might think, like, oh, shit, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Or, like, I really do know my shit. And then... Maybe imposter syndrome kicks in or something. You're like, well, maybe. Do I? Um, and for me personally, I know, like, even the podcast or speaking out about um, about the knowledge I have. And it's a bunch of random shit about a bunch of random shit. But it's a lot of information that I digest regularly, um, whether I'm going down the rabbit holes or I'm actually, like, self-studying, self-paced um, studying some sort of course or some sort of information that I'm drawn to, but I need to know like A through Z about it. I need to know the origin. I need to know all the things about it. And then I basically transmute that to you all. (laughs) And like, that's how I've always moved. But in saying that, like I didn't know that that's how I was designed to move until I started learning my human design. So my, so there's different, um, there's different profiles in human design and there's numbers associated with those profiles. So the first line in that profile number is your conscious line. It's very much like what you already know about yourself, um, what you're conscious of, your your movements, your how you think, all of that, what you're conscious of is that first line. And then the second line is your subconscious. So it's very much like hidden from you. It's information kind of hidden about yourself that others may see in you, but you didn't really recognize it until somebody's like, oh, yeah, no, you do that. So for me, my, uh, my profile number is 6-2, and that makes me a role model hermit. And at first when I learned this, I was like, what the fuck? That's completely contradictory. Like how <laughs> – and luckily there's the online space. But I was like, how can I be a role model and a hermit? How do those go together at all? Because I don't, I don't think they go together. But for me, uh, basically, I can be in the streets for a little bit, but then i got to go back home and recharge, regroup, and study some shit, and then come out here and share with you guys what I've learned. <laughs> um, and usually it's something that I've learned, like, because I'm studying it. It's not, like, a personal life lesson because I'm, um, I've learned a lot of those, and I like to learn those gently these days. So I don't want to have to come on here and transmute that kind of information if I don't have to. But um, to give you an example of some other role model hermits, Will Smith is actually one. Obama, Bruce Lee, and Jimi Hendrix are also role model hermits. Um, but there's there's like different timelines for that particular placement in human design. So for the first 30 years as a role model hermit, it's basically trial and error, which I can attest to. Um, that's when I was going through, dear God, so many jobs, so many different jobs. I had... Um, Right after high school, I was working at the hospital, which is good because it comes full circle now. Like I did have to learn that stuff um, to learn how the hospital worked, to learn like what didn't work, how the system was and is fucked up. Um, And even learning that before I even knew stuff about the moon working at the hospital, I knew when there was going to be a full moon because it was based off of like I was working in the ER and the ER would be crazy with um, inpatients and psychological evals and, uh, labor and delivery. So now I'm like hindsight, I'm thinking about all the jobs that I have had and like how they go together with how I move now. But the first 30 years of a role model hermit is trial and error. So me having a gazillion different jobs made sense. Um, I was at the hospital, I was at doctor's offices, including, um, I worked for a gynecologist. I worked for a urogynecologist, And working at the urogynecologist is what made me learn about, um, like, I knew there were physical therapists available, but I didn't know that there were, like, pelvic floor specialists in physical therapy, which, by the way, I will have a guest on my show at some point who does that kind of work in Columbia, South Carolina, Um, but I didn't even know that there were, like, special tools that you needed to order to work on pelvic floor dysfunction and, like a whole bunch of like chunks of information that I could probably share on like jeopardy or some shit one time. I don't know, like random trivia night. Um, but I'm full of that. What I would consider like useless information. Um, like I, I could make space for something else in there, but you know, maybe I need it for something. And if I'm here to help people heal, then those like pockets of information, I guess are in the big picture, like beneficial for everybody. (laughs) but um so zero to 30 years trial and error which I can definitely say I I trial and errored it a lot um but then by age 30 I was like you know I don't I don't want to do all those other things I was doing like I even had a part-time job at a spa when I was working as a massage therapist I was doing my own thing and I had a part-time job at a spa and I did that for a year but I was like eh, this isn't my jam at all like and I don't even want to, because I think a lot of times when people hear, you know, the different things that you do in your life, they're like, oh, well, you should also consider blah, blah, blah. And that might not be your path. And I know, like, when I was first doing massage therapy, um, you know, people always want to know what's next. And one of the things they, you know, they would ask, like, oh, well, are you going to get your own spa one day? And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then I worked at the spa and I was like, fuck no, like, I'm not going to have a spa at all. That is not my jam. It's not. I don't like how things were were done. Um, and also, like, the amount of money that we were paid. Like, I got benefits working there, which was cool. But the amount of money we were paid in comparison to what I made on my own, I was like, this is dumb. So even if I were to have a spa, like, the pay would have to be ridiculously a lot more <laughs> than when we were getting there. Um, things would have to be run a whole different way. But in saying that, I don't want a spa. Um, I do have the vision for what I do want um, as far as a building. But a spa is not it. Um, I do envision, and I'm not going to share it all because I've written these things down. I've envisioned um, something way better than a spa that uh, everybody would still get really good pay for anyway. So it's been written down. It'll come to fruition, and you'll see it and be like, Shiana was talking about this. She, she did tell us about this. So so remember, remember I said this at some point. But um, anyway, so then after my trial and error years, massage therapy came around or I mean it's been around but I was like no I'm just doing massage therapy like I'm not going to have these extra jobs they're distraction they're like pulling me away from what I'm supposed to be doing so let me just do massage and that's it um and that's what I was running with and then from there I learned Reiki and then in the ages 30 to 50 as a role model hermit uh those are basically the years of reflection (laughs) and like reflection and standing in your power. So oh, so now I'm in the years of like, oh, okay, yeah, I did learn this and I did do this and I did have this job and I did have this experience and now like how do I incorporate it into what I do now? Um, so that's basically like what I'm here to do with, with the podcast, with what I do for work, with even my interactions with people. And as a role model hermit, the other thing that I had to be okay with was like my personal karma here is to help other people feel good like no matter what exchange I have with people like even when I leave my house if if I go to the grocery store because it's not my favorite place at all uh, because strangers just tell me things but in saying like that's what I'm here to provide like a safe space for strangers to just tell me things and they're like oh I don't know why I've been so drawn to you and I'm like I I know it's my design girl but I can't say that to them because I don't know what I'm talking about but um Like I'm here to help people learn about themselves or to just provide a blessing, if you will, like in interacting with people and like communicating or how I meet people. I'm here to bless them in some way, Um, which when I first heard that, I was like, that sounds a little, (laughs) that sounds a little mm, narcissistic of me to say I'm here in your life to be a blessing Um, but in learning the rest of my human design, I was like, okay, you got to get rid of that like thought process because I'm definitely here to be a leader. And then in learning that I was also like, oh, well this made sense as to why, you know, different experiences took place in my life. Um, like I was in ROTC for three years in high school, if you did not know that about me and me being in ROTC, like they really wanted me to be. You know, in a different, higher-ranking position, they wanted me to go to the leadership academy thing, whatever it was, and I was like, no, like I didn't, I didn't want those responsibilities. Like they wanted me to be more of a leader, and I was like, eh, no, I don't want that. And then whenever I was working at the hospital, um, at some point they were like, oh, you're just really good at training, and you're really good at this, and you're quick, and blah 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 blah. You should be a team leader, and I was like, mm, no, I'm good. I don't want that. I don't want that responsibility. And then even when I worked at the spa, they were like, Oh, well, yeah, you can train and you can be the, you can be a lead here. And I was like, no, again, I do not want that. So a lot of these years, I've been avoiding leadership, like altogether. I didn't want this. I didn't want the responsibility, but now, now I'm like, um, okay, well I guess I could, I guess I could think about it. Like, what else am I doing? I got time now. But in saying that, I'm like, well, what am I leading people into? Like, that's still a, a question in my head. And, I think the answer for me, what I think about is, you know, probably their own empowerment. And when I think about my why, a lot of it is very much like I wish I had had somebody like me when I was younger to teach me these things that help me understand, like there was nothing wrong with me, and to help me understand, like this is how I was designed to and designed and to use it to my advantage. Um, because in using these skills and abilities and even like mystical gifts that I have. You know, if I had really tapped into those powers, which, again, ages 0 to 30 makes sense why I didn't, <laughs> but if I had had a me to, to teach me about this information when I was younger, then, like, I don't know what I'd be doing right now currently. So that's why I'm here, to, to be a me for somebody else that needed a me. Um, and the other thing about my design is I'm a manifesting generator. So there's... There's generators, manifesting generators, uh, reflectors, and projectors. And generators are basically like the builders of the different designs. They they build the projects. They build the the foundation. They're the builders. But manifesting generators are express builders. So basically, manifesting generators may take shortcuts because they're very much like, mm, you're doing this wrong. I don't like this. Uh, there's an easier way to do it. Do it like this. Um, But in saying that, sometimes shortcuts are not the way to go, Um, which, you know, with that age of zero to 30, that trial and error, there were a lot of shortcuts trying to be taken. And it was like, no, this isn't the way to go. Like, you got to learn how to do this correctly. And, you know, in saying that, I've discovered, like, I think some of the things that I've learned, even like the podcast, for instance, like I needed to learn the ropes of how to do my own podcast before allowing the support to be there for, you know, my podcast moving forward. But in learning how to create, how to build the podcast from like the ground up, um, I think having that information is obviously going to help me help others out there that may have questions about it. Cause people have asked me, you know, like, well, how did you start or what made you get started? And, um, but yeah, without that information, learning, personally like I wouldn't have been able to share some of the things that I've learned even like on clubhouse some of the random tips that I learned from having a podcast um and how to make things better on the podcast I wouldn't have been introduced to that information had I not had to build it from the ground up so um the good thing about my manifesting generator type is I have a sacral authority so there's different um The important things to remember in your human design are your strategy and authority. And my authority is a sacral authority. Um, And I have some other friends who have an emotional authority, which with that one you have to like kind of weigh in to see how you feel about something before you move forward. But with my sacral authority, I can very much give like a fuck yes or fuck no. Like you're not really going to get a maybe from me as long as you ask me a yes or no question, like don't ask me some broad, vague something because I'm going to get overwhelmed with the options and what it could be. But if you ask me a yes or no question, it's very much like a fuck yes or fuck no. That sounds like some shit she honest says. But the thing about the second line in my profile, that hermit line is um, because the second line is your unconscious thoughts. It's very much like, these gifts about myself that I don't know I have. So there's things that I teach. There's things that I talk about that I'm like, oh, yeah, like I do this all the time and this is how I live my life and this is how I move and I don't think anything of it. And these are things I can be teaching. These are things that I can be sharing information about that I think I don't even think about it because it's just what I do regularly. And I'm like, oh, well, doesn't everybody do? No, they don't. They don't do things like this. So then I have to like take note of what people ask actually ask me questions about. And then I'm like, Oh, I guess I do need to talk about this more. Um, you know, I thought everybody was doing things like this and I thought that's how everybody moved and it's not. So that is a gift in itself. But for those who do have those second lines, um, something else that I learned about that, which was a game changer was that we need to have like a mentor or coach throughout, throughout our development. We're always going to need a mentor or coach because, Again, we're going to have somebody there that's going to say, like, this is what you're doing, um, you know, that you don't realize other people need help with. Or these are things that you're naturally good at that you might not recognize that you could be helping others with. So for those second lines out there, please, if you don't already have a mentor or coach, make sure you get one or get several (laughs) throughout your, uh, your own spiritual development because they are definitely needed um, to help you continue to build. And like, as a, I know for me as like a role model hermit, like we're always going to be the ones that are, you know, basically ahead of the game and like, okay, this is how you should be moving. And like, even with all the Instagram updates and stuff, I know a lot of people were like bitching about it and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like we just got to roll with the punches. Like it's always going to be changing. Social media is always going to be changing. Um, but that's also why like every single time some new platform pops up, I'm like, well, let me go ahead and sign up my name real quick. Like no matter what, what it may or how it may move forward in the future. Like, let me go ahead and, um, and grab that Shiana handle. If I can't accept, I'm still a little bitter about Snapchat. I'm still a little bitter about Snapchat. I'm just Shiana phone there. And, um, I just, I don't know who Shiana is on there, but I kind of want to have a word with them to see why they felt like they needed that name, you know, cause I still haven't met another Shiana out there. So, um, but anyway, that that's probably the role model in me too. Like to have that name to be able to use on various platforms. Um, and if you're one of those people that that believe like we picked our names out before our incarnations here, um, like I'm pr- I I will say I'm proud that I picked Shiana if that's the case because it is quite witty, so it does work with me. So you know, like today I'm Shiana Mike, and um, and I think I think I picked that name on purpose for for these reasons. And I have mentioned recently that everything that I've, you know, told people, like how to remember my name, whenever I say she on a bike, she on a horse, she on a chair, all those things, like they've already manifested. And again, my human design, I'm a powerful manifester. So it only makes sense that I've said these things and they've, they've come into fruition. So lately I've been saying she on a stage, you know, just, just see what happens, uh, she on a stage? Like, I, I would like to see what she on a stage looks like. Um, and whenever I do visualization practices, I don't know if this is a Capricorn thing because I did ask somebody else recently who has a bunch of Capricorn placements. But when you visualize, like, successful you, um, like, what, what outfit are you in? Is there, like, a particular outfit that you're wearing? Like, and what color is it? Because for me, it's like a white pantsuit, which is no surprise. Like, I feel like you could see me in a white pantsuit. And, like, the visual... That I have is usually like, you know, my handlers or something with my bags behind me going on my private jet to wherever I'm going. But I'm in a white pantsuit. And um, I don't know if this was like, because I, I recently tapped into like doing candle work on my own. Usually like I've had other people do it um, for me that, I you know, I paid them or whatever. But I never felt comfortable like doing work with candles until I was called to it recently. Um, which again, that's, that's the way this works. The spiritual, the spiritual journey. Like you can pay others to help you with you, with the things that you're not comfortable with. And then once you're like, Oh yeah, I don't need to do that anymore. Like I, I can do that myself Then go ahead and do it. But I recently did, it was, it was a road opener candle and (laughs) I, I promise you, like, I think the road opener candle made like quantum Shiana, spiritual plane Shiana, Like I think it made her very active because I had four people, four people in a week, reach out to me and say that they had dreamt about me. And they were not necessarily similar dreams. A few of the dreams had like roads involved or car stuff involved. And I was like, no surprise there because I just burned a road opener candle. But one of the people that reached out to me, uh, she's a listener of the show, so shout out to you. But she said that she had a dream about me and I was in a white pantsuit. And I was like, is that right? Because successful version of me is always in a white pantsuit. So I'm here for it. Um, but I was definitely in a white pantsuit. And she said I was like preparing for to speak on like some platform or something. Um, which, you know, again, I'm here for. Especially in a white pantsuit. But she said, um, I looked at her and I said, you might want to go to the mirror and practice too. And so again, even even in the dreams, I was teaching somebody. Like I was still like, mm, you might want to practice this work too. Uh, but spiritual Shiana in these dream streets, she's been she's been out here wild. I guess not wild like that, but like she's been out here teaching in all the dreams. So like even dream Shiana is doing what wake Shiana is doing. Um, and so I'm glad I'm just getting the rest that I need because apparently, you know. I'm, I'm busy in the dream world. And I asked my friend recently, um, I was like, what is this? What is this with me and people's dreams recently? Like, what am I doing differently? Like, I don't, not that like, it's fun, but it's, it's fun. It's fun to have people saying that they're dreaming about you a lot. Um, especially within a week. And he was like, Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Like, you're so popular. How am I going to keep, how am I going to keep staying in people's minds? And I was like, shut up. So I don't know if it was a candle I don't know if it's just because I've been more active on social media and letting my voice be heard. Whatever the case, I'm in these dream streets. So if you do dream about me, let me know. I'm curious to hear about them. Um, But I'm usually teaching people things (laughs) in them. Um, I have been, like, an alien person in a dream at some point. And when I was an alien person, I had, like, a staff, and I was flipping around um, naked, apparently, uh, with my staff – Which I think, that'd be like a fun movie, I think. That'd be fun to see. (laughs) But uh, the other thing about my human design, which I've definitely recently made peace with, is, um, and this is like, this is all of it together. So Role Model Hermit, Manifesting Generator, all of that, is that I am ahead of my time. And that in the past has been a challenge for me because you know, I've been very much like, oh, why aren't, why aren't these people getting it? And like, I've been talking about this and I've been doing this, but like, I'm ahead of my time. And, you know, if you are one of those people as well, like you got to have patience. <laughs> God, you got to have patience. Um, but because I'm ahead of my time, like it makes me seem crazy to myself. Cause I'm like, why aren't people getting it? But there are people that get it and you just have to, you have to go in with that. Like, understanding that you're going to look absolutely crazy to some people. And then you're going to actually look like, finally, like that is the person I was looking for because I've been saying these things to other people and that's, those are your people. So as long as you go in with that understanding, then it's not so scary after all. Um, but because of like that awareness in me, um, you know, a lot, that's why strangers are like, well, how do you know this? And where did you learn that information? But, like, that is my my evolution here. That is what I'm going to always be doing is, you know, popping out in the streets for a little bit, showing my face for a little bit, and then going in to be a hermit, to study more, to learn more, and then say, okay, well, I've learned about this. Let me tell you all about it now. Um, but also to make it, like, interesting enough and digestible enough so it's not going to sound like a, a whole, like, you know, professor student situation that you're falling asleep to because I still want it relatable enough that you're like, Oh yeah, me too. Or at least a couple people are going to say me too. Cause again, not everybody's going to relate to some of the crazy shit that I say, but for that handful that does, Hey y'all, Hey, y'all are my people. Um, and I'm sure, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Obama, and even Will Smith, uh, like some of the things that they've said and done look absolutely crazy. And the visionaries that they have been, look bizarre to people, Um, but then other people are like, no, I get that person, and I know Will Smith recently, you know, he apologized on his Instagram for what had taken place and stuff, and he's now in the, um, so there's three phases in the Role Model Hermit's Life, and he's now in the age 50 and up group. Um, They're basically, they call it standing on the roof, or on the roof, and They're basically here to just coast. Like they've already done their trial and error until they were 30. Then they're doing their reflection and they're, you know, they're transmuting that information, which Will Smith has definitely been doing in his career, transmuting what he's learned along the years um, from 30 to 50. And then after that, they're just like coasting and standing in their power. And they're just what I visualize, like the way Oprah lives. I don't even know Oprah's design type. Um, But I visualize, you know, like Oprah could just bow out today and it would be okay. But she's like coasting and living life. She pops up with her interviews sometimes and people still tune in, but Oprah's just living. And that's, you know, I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure Will Smith is going to continue like recording and filming movies, but like he doesn't have to. Now, if he doesn't want to, he can just coast the rest of his life and, you know, be a spiritual teacher if he wants, because like that's, that role model hermit is here to teach others, you know, how they live. And one of the things that I definitely had to come to terms with in um, having all of my design pieces, um, is that like I can't market myself like other people. Like if people want to do Facebook ads or do different ads popping up wherever they may be, like, that's not the life that I'm supposed to live. Um, my clients don't even come from me promoting, like, oh, schedule here and buy this from me, do this. Like that, that doesn't get me business. And the quicker that I learned that, the more I was like, oh man, that's that's really why, that's really why that doesn't work. Um, so I think that would be good and beneficial for other people that don't know that about their designs and their marketing um, plans, because people buy from me and people want to schedule with me when I'm living. <laughs> like when i'm on vacation when i'm just outside again in the streets when i'm like on the boat people are like oh like i want to schedule with her she's she's having fun like i i want that energy i want the joy that she has what it like what did she do for that let me schedule with her and learning that alone in my human design i was like oh man so like i'm i'm really here to be like a real, a real life influencer which i guess makes sense but and hearing it from somebody else, like, breaking down my design to me, that made me say, oh, like, I'm not crazy. Like, I really am just here to be myself and to get paid for it. So, like, again, because I'm ahead of my time, the quicker the quicker everybody else catches up to that information and I can just get compensated for it, you know, just because I'm just here to be myself, um, then the happier all of us are going to be because it's gonna make me want to you know study more things to transmute to the people and then the people will see me living my life because I'm making money from everybody else benefiting from what I'm teaching you know and then it's that whole good cycle coming back around so yes uh, but again if you have not yet learned your human design type, I highly suggest, it. Um, Even learning just, like, your basic strategy and authority is going to, like, change a lot of information in your mind about how you can move forward with some of your, uh, even career moves and how you can move forward with how you make decisions, things like that. Um, But learning my design, I know, like, learning my astrology information, you know, it definitely opened my eyes. But when I learned my human design, it very much helped me tap more into the mystical gifts that I have, and also just that that inner power that was seen by others, like the people that were trying to make me a leader um, with whatever I was doing that I was ignoring and seeing that now, um, that like I've always been here to be a leader. <laughs> and others saw it in me before I saw it in myself, but I saw it when I got my human design reading. So now I'm like, okay all right, understood. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know how I'm supposed to move. Um, And then let me just embody that now. So that was the hardest part in human design was learning the information that you learned. And then, you know, having your mind blown because you're like, "Ah, I've known this all along. Um, But then the understanding that, okay, well, now, bitch, what you gonna do with it? (laughs) So that's what I'm doing with it now. Um, I very much know, especially I'm grateful that I was able to to join this podcast group because I know I work best in my power just to show up as myself and you know, to have people that support just showing up as myself is what's going to help keep me in my power and help me help me expand. And by doing that for myself, I help everybody else expand too. So thank you for like being along with this ride with me. Um, it's, it's an interesting one, and I learn more about myself every single day. Um, so it's definitely interesting to share it and share the lessons that I'm learning um, with strangers, you know, but that's also what I'm here to do. And I do, like, I wonder if Lil Duval's a role model hermit because um, he's very much, you know, I call him a light worker all the time. I don't know if you follow him, the comedian, on Instagram, but if you do, um, he recently broke his hip, and he even posted that he had a Reiki healing the other day, and I was proud of that. And, um, But he's sharing, like, the life lessons he has. And, you know, he obviously has a way different demographic than me, but he's here to be himself. He's here to show, like, what he's learning and, you know, make people see things in a different light. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm here to do too. So thank you for wanting to learn from me. Thank you for supporting me. And thank you for listening, like, Shout out to y'all, I'm here for it. But uh, I'm glad we talked about this today because I, I came in and I was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna talk about grief. And I was like, no, <laughs> I can't talk about that. Not after like the last episode it was so, you know, fun and lighthearted. Like I'm not gonna go in with the heaviness just yet. So I will talk about grief in the near future um, and what my experience has been with it and like how I worked through it. Um, but that wasn't for today. So look out for that in the near future, and uh, and we'll, we'll try to make it as, as fun as we can because it's mm, grief isn't fun. So we'll see what we can do about that one. But in the meantime, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you more and um, working this throat chakra of mine because I realize <laughs> whenever I wake up in the morning, um, because I do live alone, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to start just talking to myself at home out loud because hours will go by and I don't say anything to anybody. And then by the time, you know, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, somebody calls or something and then I'm clearing my throat and like, I haven't talked all day. Um, so either Lennox is just going to hear me talking a lot or, you know, the walls in my home are going (laughs) to hear me talking a lot, but, uh, Clearly, that's going to have to be like a regular practice of mine um, because also in human design, I have a defined throat center. So I'm definitely here to have my voice heard. I'm definitely here to use my voice and um, I just got to get more comfortable with it. So that's what I'm doing. Anyway, I will catch you all next time and uh, check out my Instagram posts for the events that I'm having and make them if you can. A lot of these meditation events that I'm having are around the moon cycles. So there's usually one around the full moon. There's one around the new moon. We meditate in the park. Get a little Reiki. It's a good time. So if you can make one of those, then do. And um, I will catch you all next time. Remember to meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me, and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H.